days ago, a report came out saying that Donald Trump has spent $40 million from his own super PAC to fight his legal battles and occasionally the legal battles of some of his allies, but $40 million that had been donated to his second or third <laughs> presidential campaign, not going towards campaigning, going towards his legal fights. Now, initially I didn't want to talk about this story, but then I came across an article that talked about the fact that Trump supporters are apparently okay with this. According to this new report, Donald Trump's supporters are now well aware of the fact that he is essentially grifting them and they're fine with it. Even those who say they are on a fixed income, right? We're retirees. We don't make much money. We only get our social security checks. They still say that it's totally cool sending Trump 20 bucks a month that this alleged billionaire then spends on his legal problems. Let me read you a couple of these tweets. This is insane. One of them says, I am happy to help him. We are retired on a fixed income. Another says I donated to his campaign and I don't care how he spends the money. Another one says from this donor's perspective, it is kind of the same thing. So no problem. Another one says I gave the largest single political donation of my life. When douchebag Garland brought charges on Trump, I'm going to give more if they open a new case. These people are basically being told by the Trump campaign at this point, we're conning you. We're grifting you. We're taking your money and we're not using it for what we say we're going to use it for. Instead, we're going to use it for a billionaire's legal defense. And these people are like, great. Let me know when I need to send you another check. Let me go ahead and sign up for recurring monthly payments. This is absolute bonkers cult mentality with these people. There is no getting through to them. There is no hope for them. They are being told flat out. He is conning you. And they say, hell yeah, he is. He's conning me better than anybody's ever conned me. I don't know how to process this information because my brain can't put itself in the position of these people. I, I have never been part of a cult. I've never even admired somebody, politicians, celebrity, anybody. I've never admired them enough to put myself in this position where they can do no wrong. Everything they do is right. Everyone against them is wrong. I, I just, I can't fathom it, but that's what we're dealing with on the other side here. And let me read you this statement from Donald Trump's campaign spokesperson after these stories came out about using 40 million to fund his legal fees. This is Stephen Chung, Trump spokesman. The weaponized department of justice has continued to go after innocent Americans because they worked for president Trump and they know they have no legitimate case. Okay. In order to combat these heinous actions by Joe Biden's cronies and to protect these innocent people from financial ruin and prevent their lives from being completely destroyed, the leadership pack contributed to their legal fees to ensure they have representation against unlawful harassment. And the Trump supporters eat that up. But here's the kicker. All of you cult members still sending him money saying, I don't care how he uses it. He doesn't need it. 
Trump doesn't even need your money. You think you're helping him out by giving him something he doesn't have to fight his legal battles, but the guy claims to be worth $10 billion. He, he can fight all of his legal battles and all of his friends' legal battles all day long until the end of time. He has the money to do that himself. He doesn't need your money because he could fight all those battles and still have a couple billion left in the bank. So he is fine. That's the part you have to get through to your heads. Okay. It's not just that you're being conned and, oh, I don't care how my money's being spent. It's the fact that he doesn't need it to begin with. He doesn't even need it for the presidential campaign. Thanks to the lawsuit Ted Cruz filed that made it all the way through the Supreme court, candidates can now loan them their campaigns as much money as they want and pay themselves back as much as they want, as long as they have it in the bank. So he doesn't need your money for anything other than to offset his own costs. Trust me. He's not paying high dollar, super professional kick-ass lawyers with the money you're sending him. He is scraping the bottom of the barrel. So maybe at the very least, if you're still going to send him money, maybe you should demand that he use it to hire a competent lawyer for once. Just a thought. If you're going to be in a cult, may as well demand that it be at least a semi-decent cult, right? Judge Eileen Cannon, the judge that Trump appointed that is overseeing the documents trial in South Florida, has now found herself in the same position as the other judges and prosecutors and politicians that are launching investigations, because she has now found herself on the receiving end of countless threats of violence, some of which have actually been turned over to U.S. Marshals because they were rather serious threats. So here's what's happening. Before Judge Cannon was assigned this case, we had all these other uh, uh, judges and of course the prosecutors themselves, some of them in elected uh, positions, that's why I said politicians, others in appointed positions. But either way, all of these folks have been on the receiving end of death threats from Trump supporters for months. We've talked about it as those have come out. We've talked about the fact that Trump himself has even gone after the families of some of these judges, prompting his supporters to start uh, uh, going after them online, sending threatening letters, all of the horrible, disgusting behavior that has become all too common with Trump's supporters. And now, unfortunately, we're starting to see the same thing happen with Judge Cannon. And obviously, because Cannon is a Trump appointed judge who is doing everything she can to skew the trial in Trump's favor, the attacks that she is getting are in fact coming from the left. Let me read a couple of these that have gone to judge Cannon. Uh, one message she received said, you are under scrutiny. You are being watched. Innocuous enough. Uh, another, a positive comment towards her said, Cannon needs to remember the second amendment. So there's a Trump supporter saying, Hey, just remember you get second amendment. If you need to, I guess, handle any of the people on the left. So that actually kind of a threat of violence, but not against judge Cannon, but it's telling judge Cannon, she should use violence against the other people. Another one said, someone needs to post her address and she be gotten judge not. Someone needs to post her address. Now, listen, I have spent plenty of time sitting in this chair right here talking about how dangerous it is to have judge Cannon overseeing this case for Donald Trump. 
I've talked about the fact that going all the way back to last year, she would hand down rulings that definitely benefited Donald Trump. No doubt about it. I've never once attempted to dox her. I've never mentioned her other family members. I've never encouraged anyone else to ever do that, nor would I ever. Even if judge Cannon showed up into court wearing a MAGA hat, I wouldn't encourage anyone to say anything horrible about her or to threaten her. This behavior was beyond unacceptable earlier this year when it was only directed from Trump supporters to those so-called liberal judges and prosecutors. And it's equally as unacceptable now when it's coming from the left directed at a conservative judge or a judge that certainly has some conservative leanings. It doesn't matter which side it originates from. It's not okay. And it is exceptionally disappointing to see this happening from the left. You know, we're used to it on the other side. I talk about it nearly every day, the hate, the vitriol, the calls for violence. It's sickening. We need to be above that. This is one of those, when they go low, we go high moments. Not always in favor of that. I do believe a little mudslinging here and there by Democrats would do them well. Threats of violence on the other hand, that's a whole new territory that is 100% off limits. So if you're one of those folks that's out there thinking, ah, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to start. Don't, don't. Sometimes we do have to rise above the level that those other folks are going to. We don't need to be viewed in the same lens as those Trump supporters. This needs to stop immediately. My favorite thing about former Trump lawyer turned counsel slash spokesperson for the Trump super PAC, Alina Haba, is that every time she goes on TV and talks about Donald Trump's legal problems, she ends up basically making Donald Trump's legal problems worse. So it was no surprise, of course, when they moved her off of the legal defense team because she's so bad at this, but it was a little shocking that she's still allowed to basically represent Trump as a spokesperson for his super PAC to still go out in the media and talk about his legal problems. It happened this past Sunday, folks. She went on Fox news Sunday, Alina Haba did, and basically said Trump could have deleted that footage that he was just subpoenaed for trying to delete if he wanted to, and nobody could have done anything about it. Let me read you this very, very stupid quote from Alina Haba. No tapes were deleted. He turned them over. He cooperated as he always does. If president Trump didn't want something turned over, I assure you that is something that could have been done. You know, if you just stop talking after the first two parts, like he, he didn't delete anything. He turned it all over. Like he always does that. You just stop right there. Like just end it. You don't have to keep talking just to fill airtime. Okay. You weren't on a quote of like, you got to say this many words. So keep saying stupid stuff. But she kept right on going like, trust me, if he wanted to do something illegal, he would do it. Yeah. Not uh, not a good look. And then she kept going. She was asked uh, by host Shannon Bream. <laughs> Shannon Bream asked, you rightly say that the tapes were turned over. I mean, they're in custody of the justice department, but the question is, was there an attempt to try to make sure that didn't happen? So Alina Haba 
cocky as ever, says this. If there was an attempt for him to not turn over documents or he wanted something deleted, do you not think that that's something he couldn't have gotten done? Let's just use common sense. But, but he never would act like that. He is the most ethical American I know. So I'm assuming Alina Haba, you only know one other American and that is Donald Trump, right? Like if he's the most ethical American that you know, then he must be the only American that you know. But also let's, uh, let's, let's walk it back here a minute again. Like, trust me, if he wanted to delete them, use your common sense. Don't you think he could have done it? We're now entering the OJ Simpson. If I did it territory, that, that's not a legal defense, Alina. No wonder you were, you know, removed from the legal team. I don't know if you removed yourself because you couldn't handle it or if they removed you because you just weren't up to snuff on it. But either way, this is dumb stuff you're saying here. As per usual, I'm going to go ahead and offer you, because I know you're not going to take my advice. I'm going to tell you how you respond to things like this. Obviously the new indictment that says he attempted to have people delete the footage. It's a big deal. So here's how you respond. We have seen the new indictments. Uh, we disagree with them. And I believe as this case moves forward, we will be able to prove that none of this in fact happened. As you know, Donald Trump did turn over the evidence. He turned it over. They asked for it. We provided it. So it's a little confusing that our, my client or my former client would even be hit with these charges because the things they're saying he wanted to delete, they have them in their possession. So I'm not sure what's going on here. See, it's still a pretty crappy defense, but the way I said it isn't putting him in more trouble, right? I'm not saying, listen, if he wanted to delete it, he'd have deleted it. Okay. He's the kind of guy that's going to do that. Like basically saying like, oh yeah, he totally could do it. He would do it if he knew how to do it is what you're admitting. So Alina, once again, you're not good at this, but more importantly, Donald Trump, Alina Haba is not good at this. Sure. It's fun to sit here and make fun of her every now and then, but at the same time, this is your future, bud. This is your fate. And even though she's not on your legal team, she is still going out there and making your legal problems worse. So if you want to continue down that path, then by all means, keep Alina Haba on your payroll. But if you want to have your best bet of keeping your butt out of prison, maybe it's time to send Alina Haba back up to her parking garage client where she's, you know, more suited to use her very unique talents, I guess, because Representing you in a criminal trial, even just as a spokesperson, is definitely not her forte.